Good morning, Shane. Good morning. <laughs> How are you this morning? Yeah, I'm cool, and you know, living the best life a black man in America can live. I know today is the first day of um of this hair. I sprayed my hair today because it was great, and I hope it doesn't get on my. <laughs> doesn't get on my headset. I saw a study that said that you can actually, uh, your hair can regain color. How? Uh, if you reduce your stress. Oh, well, shit. <laughs> well, that's, yeah. yeah. The so, lottery would do that for me then. Gray hairs aren't permanent, people. You can. Gray hairs aren't permanent? They aren't permanent. So you just got to move to an island and, you know, detach and unplug from everything. All right, hold on. This thing is getting up my nerves. Um, okay, here we go. All right, so um, who are we? Man, who are we? We are two corporate seasoned veterans who are here to pass along the lessons learned from trauma received in hopes that uh, you won't have to go through the same thing or at least laugh while you do. Yes, I know. Like, learn from us. Learn from our mistakes. So, all right, so today's happy hour Friday. And so um, it's uh, our our elixir of the day is Crucian Rum made... On the island of St. Croix. Croix. Boom. This um, is my favorite Shanks, flavor, strawberry. Scrawberry? Squawberry. You can get them in tons of flavors. Number what? one rum in the world. You can get them in anything from strawberry to cherry. Black cherry kind of tastes like coffee medicine. Omelet. It does. Oh, that but sounds yeah, like it'll be but, good, though. Yeah, pineapple. Any flavor you can think of, you make it. And when new flavors come out, everyone gets excited because it's like, oh, shit, here's something new for the game. Um, people oh, drink it straight. Wow. You can mix it into like guava punch or so strawberry. Juice. What would you like? What do you mix your strawberry with? Oh man, I I, I just take it like a straight. I don't know. Oh, like I a Roman. But okay. if I have to, then I'll. But do pineapple like, would be good with pina colada exactly, or something like that. Right, okay. Right, right, right. I like it straight. I like it straight. Though. Okay, so yeah, so then today's episode's brought to you by the letter C. I know that Corona brought our episode two weeks ago, but so what? Um. Okay, so we got some hot topics. Um, yes. We got our main topic. Well, it's been which busy is, this week, boy. boy so it's been a busy goddamn week. <laughs> Folks is cutting up out here in these streets. All right, so let's start with this first one, Shane. Um, oh, first of all, we want to say um, drink drink responsibly. Like we are at home, yes. we're drinking at home, we and we're not going to drive, so no. drink responsibly. So. All right, so Brett Favre. I'm just trying to wrap my yes. brain around. So he, so this was this dude his friend. Seen, hey man, you know he's from Mississippi. Mississippi's only but so big. So I would think that once you get to a level of success that Brett has, everyone empowers your friend at that point in time because everyone wants to be close to you. So I'm just gonna assume like, yeah, this dude's his home. All right, so let's break it down. Um, so John Davis was the executive director of the Mississippi Department of Human Services under Governor, Governor Phil Bryant. He pled guilty to federal and state charges of embezzling federal welfare funds. Millions of dollars were transferred to friends and relatives. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, he took care of the crew. He took this care of the needs to be uh, this week's episode of What the Fuck? How do you think that you're going to use the, the money, the government's money for, for welfare as your own personal coffers? I just don't under... I don't what? understand just white people, that. You know, just no, white people in power. No, don't say that. That's not White nice. people in power doing what I say people in power because I, told, I said to my husband a few weeks ago, I mean, I've been in Atlanta now for, what, 24 years. And I was like, I have never, I've never seen so much crime in government and impropriety, you know, in my whole life before I came to Atlanta. And in Atlanta, local politics are, it's black folks. But, I don't know. I so is it where seen, there's money, where there's money, there's greed. I think it depends and... on the level, right? Because I think for 
this level, this level of, of impropriety and abuse, you have to have a level of arrogance to be able to do this. Like you have to have a level well, of, but like, okay. Hatred. Yeah, go ahead. I'll let you finish. Sorry. Yeah, I'm just saying you got to have a level because this money is literally designed to take care of the poor and disenfranchised. And Mississippi's already state. poor. What and are Mississippi's they never, already I mean, they poor. They are already probably the poorest state. They are so state poor. And so you have these research. funds to take care of the poor people in your state and you take it and give it to the rich people in your state. What the fuck? Yeah, what? what? I'm going to let that one go. So, all right. So, um, but, so here, so there, there was a level of, like you said, um, arrogance there, but Here's what Brett Favre said. If you were to pay me, he wrote in 2017, of a $1.1 million proposal for promotional efforts that would actually be funneled toward building the stadium. Is there any way the media could find out where it came from and how much? So he knew it was wrong. Of course. It's not like dude was like, this This dude was like, you know, Robin Hood or some, you know, this John Davis was like Robin Hood. Like and he and his and his the people he was giving the money to didn't know where it was come from coming from. That is that's crazy. And Man, that's what, that's the level of what did he get in return? Clout, friends. You get to say that you're friends with Brett Favre. You get to get tickets to the stadium. You probably get a box seat at the stadium. You get right because uh, the money went to his daughter's school to build a soccer stadium. Mm-hmm. Only people to go to soccer games are parents. Now you, you just get and to say, my niece you get is a clout. soccer player. She's a star soccer player at Yale, and um, and she's awesome. And her parents go to every last one of her games, so I can imagine that it's parents. You get to sit, no, but you days. get to sit next to Brett Favre. You get this. You get to rub elbows and and be in the room. It's all about being in the room, you know. So fuck everybody else. Fuck yeah. the person who's starving, who can't yeah. eat. You know. Let me give the old Meanwhile, Brett Favre. Jackson. Listen, we're talking about let, let's 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 make this a full circle thing. Yes. We're literally still talking about Jackson, Mississippi, yes. that yes. has no water to drink, right? This money from years ago could have been used to be improving the uh the pipes and the water systems all this time, you know. But no, mm-hmm. we'll give it to, to the wealthy to help them build a stadium for their wealthy spoiled kids, right? So I'm gonna Google poorest states. Oh, um, I, I guarantee Mississippi is. And right you know, and not to, I mean, and obviously we're going to talk about something else later in our. I don't know if we're going to talk about it in our accountability corner, but dude, you know, um, yeah. the coach <laughs> for the Celtics. Um, but where's? I mean, I've heard a little bit about this Brett Favre thing. Are there going to be charges? I mean, I, the media has been pretty quiet. Have would you not agree? Ah, uh, the media has been predictably quiet. Uh, in regards to Brett Favre's and Mississippi's governor's uh, indiscretions, right? We have a wonderful way in the U.S., especially of ignoring the faults of our uh, of the great white saviors and uh, and amplifying the faults of the uh, black persons in the public eye. Mm-hmm. And so, with Brett Favre embezzling. Six million dollars of government money. You would think that there would be more of a stink about it, right? Yeah, that people should be outraged. We've seen news conferences where they're talking about going after people over these PPP loans, where they're talking Mm -hmm. about going after you know two hundred fifty thousand dollars with the full force of the IRS and FBI. Now we're talking six million dollars, and that's just for Brett Favre. That's just what right, right, right. So where's the full force of the FBI and the IRS about this? 
Where, where's where's Brett yeah, Favre getting arrested? I don't know. Where's, I just want I just wanted to be, you know, the same. Like you know what it's I mean? Not, just, this is just like how we had a couple years ago where the uh, what was her name? The Full House star who paid to get her, oh, who Lori, bribed to get her uh, cut. Yeah, their daughter Robert, in college. Yeah. And she mm-hmm. got a slap on the wrist. But you had moms who, like, used the address for another zip code to put in their high school, school and middle school. And, and they went to jail for, like, five time. years. Served jail, jail. time. Everything served time. Yeah. Welcome mm-hmm. to America, right? Like, this, it's well, not equal. It's not fair. According to the U.S. Census Bureau, the national poverty rate was 11 point. This is 11.4% in 2020. Um, let's see. This is the first time in, an increase in poverty after five annual declines. Wow. The states and the territories that have the highest percentage of poverty in the country, Mississippi, number one. Are you surprised? Are you, are you surprised? Yeah, because they're funneling all their money. Yeah, Mississippi is like a corrupt nation of a, of a, you know, in a small country somewhere. Like they, the rich stay rich and the poor stay poor. Even though it's like Mississippi has like just poor people, like people are just as poor as they were back in the 50s, 60s, and like, it's just poor, but then the rich in Mississippi yeah. are always rich. It's like there's this line of demarcation in which the money does not funnel down below. They're not improving communities. They're not improving water systems. They're not giving more opportunities. It's just like our athletes are going to be athletic. We're going to take those good athletes and put them to work for our colleges and everyone else you're fucked. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's depressing. That is truly depressing um all right what's next we had a, um what's next on our thing um <laughs> okay here's a fun one um the beyond meat ceo i told you mm-hmm. I, sh- I shared this one with you hold on i gotta find it um did i send it to you yeah so old boy from beyond <laughs> me you know like so he's this guy he's, he's, been living, he's been making a good life you know selling 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 fake meat, meat. Uh, fake meat and and you know healthy versions of meat for the streets, and so he decided to take some of his money and go hang out at a football game and have fun, cut up, just right. have a good old time. Well, after the football game, you know, things got a little heated. I'm assuming the alcohol was involved. Yeah, I'm gonna assume there was. I'm, I gotta assume game. the alcohol was, was involved. You know, after this Arkansas football game, right? And. Uh, the COO, Doug Ramsey. Well, let me stop you right there for a minute. Do you mm. think they should sell alcohol at college football games? Why not? Because they're kid. Because there are a lot of kids go there that are not Legal. of age. Yeah. I mean, that's like saying don't sell alcohol in college. I mean, like how are you gonna stop alcohol from coming into the college setting? I know. Right? I'm just. I don't know. That just bothers me. But go ahead. Sorry. You didn't drink when you were in your freshman year in college. I didn't. I, yeah, I did. Okay. I was a member. Tracy um, Satna were founding members of the Thirsty Thursday Club. The so. Thursday, <laughs> if by Thursday at six I wasn't drunk, my whole weekend was thrown. I'm trying to I'm trying to hear stories. Yeah, what we need to do is bring in all the members of the Thirsty Thursday Club. Well, yeah, well, Trace and I are the founding one. So um the other one, she'll I guess I should protect her too. Sorry. Yeah, I'm I need to bring in all of them. We need to hear stories of Thirsty Thursdays. Oh what my happened. gosh, please no. <laughs> so Doug Ramsey, the uh the CEO of Beyond Me. Uh, was in the parking lot after, after the Arkansas game. Mm-hmm. The parking garage. Mm-hmm. The parking garage. And an altercation happened. And during the little uh, scrub. So little so scrum, what happened was then a dude dude hit his car, right? Yeah, yeah. Some dude took his uh, Subaru 
and hit the back of uh, old boy's Bronco. Right. And I'm assuming it must be one of the 2023 Broncos that are what, like that. They're nice. They're nice. I almost nice. wish, though, that Ford had, remember like a couple years ago, Ford teased that the Bronco was going to look like the OJ Bronco? And yeah. Everyone was like, oh, shit, that's going to be fire. And they never did it. Kind of wish they did that. They were scared. But I and the, the convertible Broncos are awesome. But the, yeah. the throwback, Ariel sent me a picture. This is, I want this car. It was an old it was like an old convertible Bronco and it oh, was sweet. It was much dope. sweeter than the new ones, but the new ones are pretty sweet too. They were renting a lot of those on the vineyard um, when I was up there. I was like, everywhere I went, there was Broncos. I was like, these, these people cannot, nobody bought this many Broncos. That that yeah, many yeah. Jeeps and that many Wranglers and that many Broncos. Were they all like the drop top ones? The convertible ones? Yeah. Yeah. Setting up for the show. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so his Bronco got hit and a fight ensued and you know, because it's not like you can just exchange insurance information. Right. Wish him adieu, like, hey, it's not like sorry, you have millions of dollars right, to right. take care of this little scratch. No. And this wanna, dude is 53. You want to fight. You want to yeah, fight, you right? Fight. You know, you can you can take the country out of it, but you can't take, like, you. why are you fighting when you're worth millions of dollars? Why, right. Why are you, you have too driving? much to lose. Why are you driving? Like, right. You've you been drinking. Yeah. Driver? Why don't you get a, a driver or an Uber? Why don't you go outside the game and get an Uber? So on top of that, so not even fighting is or not even good enough for him. He wanted to like go deep inside his inner Mike Tyson, but instead of biting this guy's oh, ear, gosh. he goes and bites this guy's nose. <laughs> the COO of Beyond Meats decided he wanted to take a bite out of the nose of the dude he was fighting, um, <sighs> and he was charged. This is an interesting charge, though. I've never heard this before um, for a fight. So the police uh-huh. are charging him with. Uh, Terroristic threatening. Yeah. Uh, so what was I don't. Yeah. What makes your threats get to terroristic? Is that with biting? Does that make it terroristic? I don't. I don't know. I don't know. And now, dude is um. Uh oh. Sorry. Who's calling me? This is the bad phone. Sorry. Nobody ever calls this phone. And so now he's he's getting. Isn't he going to lose his job? Possibly. I doubt it. They'll, they'll swoop. You don't think? No. Not for a drunken fight. They're no, probably, that's okay probably, to have a drunken fight. They're probably laughing about it right now around the around the table at the at the office, joking. Ah, oh, look at Doug being Doug. Remember that other fight? Look you at got Doug. Look years? at Doug dugging. Yeah, Doug is dugging. Oh my gosh, Doug, you're dugging right now. This is Jeez funny. Louise. Yeah, no, that's he's not crazy. Fired over this. But I tell you what, he gonna get the shit suit out of him though. My yeah, brother, I'm trying to tell you, bro. I'm trying to tell. I found out you the COO of Beyond. Well. Me. And he's so he's been the operating operating chief of Beyond Meat since December. So he's new to the job. The food company has been facing skepticism from investors over disappointing sales, operating challenges, and its long-term growth prospects. The stock has fallen 73% this year, dragging its market cap down to 1.09 billion. Just three years ago, the company was valued at 13.4 billion. I mean, but all stocks are down right now. Like yeah, whole, that's the true. The whole United States is for sale right now. Everything is for sale. Go buy Remember something. in the 80s when it was and the, mm-hmm. all the Japanese bought Came it up? And bought everything up. Yep. Like build, iconic buildings. I'm trying to tell you. Go buy yeah. some stock. Remember my wife was just talking about this. She was like, do you think we should pull out some of our stock? I'm like, are you serious? We should buy some more. The country's right. on sale. We should buy go to the everything. closet. We should go to the closet and get some money. In. <laughs> I'm just saying the, the country's on sale, woman. Let's go find something yeah. and buy it. Let's go. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, here's... From Beyond Meat to Cracker Barrel's vegan sausage controversy. <laughs> Cracker Barrel. 
All right, so Cracker Barrel is like, you know, they're like, we're trying to come up with healthy options like Burger King and Taco Bell, like the, you know, the Impossible Whopper and Taco Bell has an entire vegetarian selection. Well, they introduced that they were going to have some meatless, you know, they were going to have some vegan sausage, okay? They were going to have some vegan sausage. Is there anything wrong with that? Nothing wrong with vegan sausage. Well, the people that eat meat, well, at first people were like, you know what, that's awesome. Um, It's you know, I, don't, I I eat meat, but it's great that for people to have other um, options. Right. Here's some of the things. Um, discover new meat front. This is from um, Cracker Brook. Discover new free meat frontiers. Experience the out-of-this-world flavor of impossible sausage made from plants next time you build your own breakfast. So that was a Facebook post on on, on the 1st of, of August. Um, so, so then they're like, they went to bed <laughs> and woke up and the internet had gone crazy. Um, but for the most part, the, the responses were, you know, they were positive. Um, like if you're vegetarian, vegan, or simply inclined to eat meat, let me eat less meat um, every day, you're, you know, you're more likely excited to hear that, you know, Cracker Barrel has introduced this new sausage, right? That someone said, that's great for all those shifting to plant-based diets. One person responded. And then one person said, I don't live near Cracker Barrel, but thank you in all caps I am not vegan by choice, but I do um, now have alpha gal, meaning I can't eat mammal meat like thousands of others. Um, so that person, and that allows them to, you know, pretend like they're eating meat. Um, somebody else said, I'm a big meat eater, but impossible burgers and sausage are so good. I couldn't even tell the difference. All right. So, yeah. So that's, and then somebody else said, I prefer the real stuff, but glad these options are available for those who want slash need them. Okay. Okay. But the best part were the hilariously offended people, okay? Um, <laughs> for whatever reason, Cracker Barrel's mostly red fan base was appalled by the chain's new offering, which resulted in some pretty funny comments. This is in all caps. You can take my pork sausage when you pry for my cold, dead hands. But don't nobody wants your pork Don't sausage. tread on my pork. <laughs> You're not trying to take your pork? So, and that person's probably joking, okay? They're this probably person, not joking. You think? In this age of Trump, yeah, these some of these people are not joking. They're well, this person said man. won't be eating here anymore. Exactly. Um, another who seemingly doesn't have oh oh, but eating here they spelled here H E A R. <laughs> um, then somebody said, "Are you kidding me? Why do you think your who do you think your customer base is? I still order double meat breakfast, and it's not even on the menu anymore." <laughs> That's funny. Now that's funny. Um, somebody said, I used to love your store. Now, no way. Another who literally used caps. For, okay. Oh, I, you, oh man. They, spell check. Spell check is your friend. Um, somebody else said, go woke, go broke. Can we, can, well, let's just, let's just veer off a bit. Woke. What? Their version of woke is whack. Their How woke, woke are, the original woke the pure woke is not is it's not whack. No, it's no. not whack at all. Okay, but, the, but, but when you take when you hijack like, words and make them take mean it from the culture. something yeah. else, like when we say woke, that is pure. That's yep. not fake. So anyway, get a life. These people, if it wasn't for Wall Street, you know, Madison Avenue marketing to them all of our words twenty four seven things like that, they wouldn't have a vocabulary anyway. I mean that's um, another subject of culture, culture appropriation. Somebody Where said I am the world be without our culture. Oh man, I am not a rabbit. I love meat. Lettuce is as far as I'll go. 
<laughs> See, what's <laughs> crazy is like funny. these folks, these, these Cracker Barrel enthusiasts are the same folks who get mad at, you know, uh, LGBTQ community getting rights to get married, right? Or they get mad at persons of color wanting like equal treatment or, you know, equity in the workplace. Like they think because somebody else gets an option, it's taking it away takes something. There. What the fuck? Who, I like, don't even think they think that it's a takeaway, but I don't. No, they definitely I don't, Look at some of those people are talking. I, I know, yeah. but it's like, how is it bad that you have you have your meat choice, and I have my meat choice? How is that want, a bad? You can't thing? have choices to them. To these people, it's either all my way, or you're trying to take away my way, right? Yeah, it's like how that. they get whenever anyone talks about any sort of gun regulation then gun sales go through the roof. Uh -huh. You know, gun sales are skyrocketing the minute anyone talks about gun regulation because yeah. they assume that regulation means take away. And well, okay. If someone, somebody, well, somebody says regulate your vagina, that should make you worried. I mean, so now I we see, see that it. any sort yeah. of vagina regulation is, you know, yeah, it's old white men who can't get vagina anymore want to tell people who have vaginas what to do with their vaginas. You know, I think the problem with the country is our oligarchy leadership. And um, once we realize that we need to have young leaders in, in the country, it, it, I think things will be a lot better. Uh, but, you know, uh, until then, these uh, these Cracker Barrel enthusiasts are going to be here to, to get mad whenever I somebody mean, else gets you know, an option. And see, and really you're doing, I mean, they're thinking, okay, there's something great. We know where Cracker we know where Cracker Barrels are located. We know yep. who their fan base is. I love when I'm on the road to stop at a Cracker Barrel. Their catfish is really good. I and have. so are their green beans. And so. I would never. I would never. Never. And they have moon pies. And my, okay. My husband yeah. loves moon pies. Really? Go buy some oh, because. Moon pies. Yeah. yeah. He loves moon pies. They make them in Tennessee. Okay. Like I don't understand why, people, right. why we still go. To I'm sorry, I should. I'm not gonna go anymore. Y'all should go Cracker Barrel. <laughs> the name is literally Cracker Barrel. Well, there's crackers in a barrel. We should go. Cracker it barrel. ain't nigger barrel. Cracker Barrel, Denny's. These establishments have shown time and time again to not fuck with us. Why are we still fucking? Why, You're why right, because Denny's back in the day was charging, yeah. <laughs> charging surcharges to get in. Right, come on, man. Like, why yeah. are we still messing with these people? Yeah. Like, let's stick to Waffle Houses. Waffle House always treat us good. Waffle House has always been there with the late night greasy ass meals to sober us up. I've only eaten at Waffle House a handful of times, if mm. that. I'm not. I'm not a waffle person. But so I know what was that. your late night? So after your thirsty Thursday, uh, we were in college. So we where'd y'all eat? Went home. We didn't eat. What? That's why we weighed two pounds. We weighed man. two pounds. Listen, bro. <laughs> we drank after... and went home and went to bed. We nah, eat. we'd hit up. There was a spot. Our in, pizza. Uh, oh, that was yes. We are the reason for for Domino's probably stopping the thirty minutes or less, or it was, or thirty minutes or less, or it's free <laughs> because yeah. we would give a wrong address all the time. Shut up. Our Ooh, pizzas were notoriously free because we always hustle. gave the wrong address, oh, and then somebody good. would. Yeah. So how did they even talk to the driver? Maybe they had walkie talkies back then. I don't know. Our pizzas okay. were always. Yeah, they were always. We always made sure they were late, so our hey, pizzas were good. always free. Yes. I only put dominoes on here. That's so funny. All right. So um, all right. So we know that last week that um the prince of a governor, uh Rick DeSantis, uh duped a bunch of uh immigrant people. He told them that he was sending them to the vineyard. I don't even know if he said where he was sending them. He was like, There's there's a promised land, hopes of jobs and housing. Okay. Right. They land on that little island, they're like, what the heck? 
And so he he was thinking, ha 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 ha. You know what I mean? Like jokes on you, you yeah, liberals. Yeah. So you don't really like immigrants. Well, guess what? The island sprung into action. Okay, they they emptied out the schools with the AP Spanish um, students so they can come help translate. They set up a church. They set up um, bed. You know, you know. Yo, shout out to, to the live. vineyard for coming um, through. You know, That's house not up. housing, but cots. Got people medical attention just like sprung into action. So that's what's so, up, right? And so now those um, immigrants are suing DeSantis, and and as uh, they should, because when in is, Rome, do what Romans yeah, do. Yep, I'm yep, sure they were the they're sitting there talking to the people helping them out, <laughs> and they were just like, "Man, if something like this happened to me, I'm telling you, it would, would be a lawsuit." Right. And somebody started talking to somebody, they were like, "We can sue them." And then this? some, and one of them AP Spanish kids translated it. They were like, "Yeah, like, bet, bet." <laughs> bet. Bet. So he is such a jerk. He's such a jerk. Anyway, I want to know what's going to happen, dude. I can't be the vice president. You drop off people from miles. That's what is what is camp that Cam you would know. Do? The black of me would come out, bruh. You like, know, oh, she was oh, you up would drop off people to my house. Oh, I got you. I'll reroute all the damn trash routes to his <laughs> yo. Dump the trash on his front. Dump oh, the trash. Wait a minute. Speaking of petty, the petty, petty Atlanta. Oh my gosh, Atlanta! We gotta do an Atlanta corner. We're gonna do a separate do. segment for Atlanta because oh the last gosh. couple of weeks of Atlanta have been great. Well, Maybe well, it was last week they only showed two episodes, but yeah, talking about Petty, the Atlanta, that yeah, yeah, Dude. she he <laughs> King Petty is the lady in the wheelchair. She's right. King Petty. She would not let it go. From, no, we talk about it later. No, 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 and Earn. With the girl the, from TSA oh, lady. Oh God! Like that. Who who was more petty? The wheelchair lady wouldn't let it go, or Earn, who literally orchestrated an entire life changing moment for someone just to pull a carpet record. He ruined her life because yeah, he Dude, ruined her that. life. Get her dog killed. I don't think people peep that. The dog died at the end. People. Mm -hmm. The dog. I turned. I, I wanted to not see that, but my girlfriend said. Oh, and her dog died. I was like, yeah, Earn killed she the was, dog. She was like, yeah, did you see the car stop? I was like, I, and I then, turned yeah. away because when I saw the dog get loose, I was like, I can't, I, I think I closed my eyes. I turned my head because I was like, not the dog. Yeah, Earn killed the dog. I'm like, don't do anything to the dog. Like, geez, Louise. Not, where's Beanie? He's somewhere. Up. Yeah. Um, he's being quiet, though. He woke me up this morning, though, because he howls when he hears something outside. But, yeah. you know, it's a nice fall day. So people are out walking. Yeah, so I saw anyway. leaves on the ground this morning. I was like, uh-oh. You did? Yeah, I got some leaves. Man, my house is surrounded by trees, and there are a couple of leaves so on my, the ground. I don't see any leaves. Oh, but you know what? Let me see. I see some. There's leaves. There's. Yeah, some leaves. Trees are turning a little. The tips are turning a little reddish. Yeah. Oh, and, and I have my, um, my um, I guess this is my fall star, um, Starbucks cup. Oh, that's yeah. nice. Yeah. Got, like, metal straw. Oh, yeah. Ariel. Oh, she, yeah, she, yeah, she Ariel the environment. Yeah, Ariel would no, no, no. She's totally against that. She's, yeah, she, she's, no, she, yeah, she's, it's so funny because the, you know, the Martha's Vineyard thing happened um, last Thursday and, she, you know, her TikTok was a little slow because that's so she gets all her news. <laughs> but she was outraged when she finally saw it and she texted to me, did you see this? I'm like, yes, I did, Ariel. It's terrible. So, yeah. Yeah, Arrows, please listen to our show because if you listen to our show, you'd have known that would have happened. <laughs> I know. You know what? Nobody. Nobody. They don't listen. Uh, no, Eric Jackson did say. He said. He said. One's two live dummies. <laughs> what are y'all saying? <laughs> tell Shay you called him a dummy. She calls us two live dummies. <laughs> All right, Jackson. I got you. 
Oh my gosh, he did. Li- he said he listened um, last week. I'm like, did you go on and like, or did you listen and like? I mean, I've listened to the whole thing, but geez, Louise. Yes. So, um, okay, my glasses. Glasses, <laughs> <laughs> fuck. <laughs> <laughs> why why are you so hot right now? <laughs> I'm having a hot flash. Why it are you so... so hot that your glasses are fine? Oh like my you're out gosh. Here working out. It's, it's 74 that degrees in here. Funny. Oh my oh. gosh. And I'm, you see, I'm in it's 58 degrees. I'm in shorts of uh, short sleeves. The air yeah, is I'm on. Sure. The air just came on. Um, okay, so here's something good, right? Go ahead, Shane. Talk about the four-day work week in Europe, and or is it all of Europe that's doing that, um, or was it just certain countries no, that were testing was, it out? The four-day work week. So it was a study that was conducted um, by several uh, countries, mm-hmm. uh, and it was actually sponsored by the Oxford, and it was also sponsored by the uh, what's the school in there? In London. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, and uh, so Oxford and Harvard teamed up. Yeah. So they did this uh, study that lasted about six months, okay. and what they found recently in the studies after analyzing everything that there were no loss in productivity at all. Um, now, and this is what we're not sure: was it everybody had the same day off? We're yeah. So it sure. doesn't say how many days off people had or which day okay. off people picked, but it was 70 companies uh, in Britain that decided to participate over the course of the last six months, right? Okay. And so basically, uh, they just kind of watched the employees, watched their productivity, um, and then afterwards asked the companies, you know, are they likely to implement uh, this? And 35 out of the 35 out of 41 companies who responded to that part of the survey said that they are probably more than likely to implement the four-day work week since there was no loss in our productivity. And so okay. these studies were done. It amassed about 3,300 workers in banking, marketing, healthcare, financial, retail, hospitality, um, basically across all aspects of industry. Um, mm-hmm. That way you kind of really get a good uh, sample. And yeah, there's been no loss at all in uh, in uh, productivity. So it is now uh, something that's been expanded and thought about by other countries, including several country companies here in the U.S. are thinking about going and implementing the same study to see if those uh you know, results will hold true over here as well. Other people like Canada, Ireland, New Zealand, and Australia are uh, in the process of implementing their own version of the study as well. That, I mean, you know, I know that at least for me, whenever it's a shorter work week, I I feel like I always work longer hours. Right. So sometimes that stresses me out. Like if there's you know, a synchronous holiday or something. And, and I'm, I don't know. And I'm like, oh, got to get all this work done in four days. You know what I mean? Right. So how do you feel about that? I think that I, I don't, I don't work any harder or any different. Right. You know, you know what? I'm, I'm being honest with you, Trish. Like, I think we have both seen, especially some of the projects that we're on, that we work at a pace that everybody else doesn't. 
And so, like, even yeah, us at our regular pace yeah, still, is, is yeah. still so ahead of everyone else. I know. Because, like, like you no know, task could be assigned, and we we're like, I bet, and get the shit done, and then be like, oh, wait. Well, I mean, we didn't mean for you to do it that quickly. Like, you know, we're still, it's like the hurry up and wait, right? So, right. Like, corporate America is full of hurry up and wait. So, whether it's a four-day work week, three-day work week, five-day work week. Well, I think if, if, it's, if it's a day where if everything's... I think for this experiment, I'm going to assume that they picked one day, maybe it was Monday or it was Friday and everybody had it. So if the, if it's an even playing field, then fine. Now like I know I, some companies are doing a version, like they give you an option, like they have flex time off. Mm -hmm. um, shout out to companies like Grail. I know they have unlimited flex time off, which means you can take, if you want to take off every Friday, you can, if your work allows you to do so, right? If, okay. if your scheduling allows you to be able to do that, right? There's okay. no limit to That's cool. you can take off as many days as you want. Yeah, um, you know what? My friend um, James works for a company. Um, they're like a web, like not a, they they set up like televisits for, okay. and they have unlimited vacation. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a new wave coming out in the next few years that companies are going to do that um, to try to promote more. Uh, you know, work-life balance, mm -hmm. trying to give people unlimited flex time off or unlimited Yeah, but if we, you can have, I mean, I, I've worked with companies that have had four, five weeks of vacation off the bat and people still don't take still it. Don't so take we, it. you have to change, we have to change a mindset. Like, I, I think was, we are changing because the new generation, Gen Z. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah, they don't give a fuck. No. What? You want unlimited? Bet. All right, right, <laughs> bet we're gonna right. see how much an unlimited vacation. Like, hold my beer, <laughs> hold You're my right. beer. Right. This Watch this. <laughs> us old farts, we're like, oh, yeah, baby no, boomers, older millennials. Yeah, they're like, oh, I gotta right. work, I gotta establish myself. I, I'm, oh, man. you're a millennial, I'm Gen X, so I said, you're Gen X, yeah, yeah, you would fall right, yeah, I'm after the boomers, mm -hmm. Gen X, before millennials. millennials. My kids yeah. are the Gen Zers, my kids Gen are the Z. ones who have been coddled and babied, and Facts. and they're. Even though, but but my middle my middle child is a worker. He works at the rec, Decatur Rec. He works all year round. I mean, it's not. I mean, you know, the hardest he probably works is baseball season because it's a million degrees outside. He's the umpire. Yeah. Um. Or is he the umpire? I guess he's the umpire. Um. And the, so he does everything. So baseball, and then it goes, and that ends, and then it's flag football. So right now it's flag football. Football. That's only on Sundays, right. and then it'll be fall soccer. So that'll only be on Sundays as well. I think that's one day a week. Then basketball. Basketball. I think what you see with Gen Z is that they don't mind working if it's something that they enjoy doing. Yeah. Like Gen Zers aren't flocking to go to Taco Bell or McDonald's. No. Or, no. But they'll work like in an area that they enjoy. Like my right. son, he he's a junior curator at the museum. Like he oh. enjoys that. He goes to the museum. He worked. They had like a big bug fest last weekend, and he's nice. there handling the roaches and right. doing all that stuff. Like he enjoys that. He worked a double shift. He worked like ten hours. Like what the yeah, fuck? right. Yeah, yep. loving you're, you're it the right. whole time. You're right. But Jackson I can. But I would not get that boy. Would not go work in nobody's Taco Bell or nobody's yeah. McDonald's. Like that. I happen. have. I bought Jackson a, ch a chest of drawers. It has been downstairs in the box for a month. <laughs> And I can't even pay him to put it together, which is ridiculous because I wouldn't. But yeah. I'm like, put it together. I'm not mechanical. I'm like, you put your bed together. He's I was doing my prime. 
Exactly. He like, was like, like 10. I, I he wanted was like to do 10. That. He wanted, he put, he, he asked for a new bed. I think he ordered the bed and he put the bed together. Because he wanted so, to. Yeah, Gen Zers now, are definitely, they do what they want to. Yeah, they, do, they do what they want well. to do. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But anything else, they're going to half ass it. They're oh gonna act like they can God. do it. It's going to be like the whole thing. What? Yeah. yeah. Now he's a gym rat because he, he wants to, he's gone to public school because he wants to play basketball. His school didn't have a basketball team or golf. And so he wants to play basketball again. And um, so he's been working out every day. He goes to the gym every day. He plays basketball for hours. And they've been on break this week. So he's literally gone there like it was a job. So he's he's in the, at the Y so often that they offered him a job. Yeah. Like, my, <laughs> my, my guy. My guy, come in. Come in. Come in. Come in. You're, you're in here 10 hours a day. You want to get paid for it. Like, you want to get paid for it. You want to get paid. Doing. I mean, you're in here showing people the equipment. You know, it's not funny. That that is, is awesome. I think that is so, like, you go to the go to work out and that's just he's that's say he's a personable he's a really personable kid so i think that's hilarious um that, that kind of transitions us into our topic today um, yes so today for you know, it's for the youngins for the youngins right we're doing a series of uh welcome to corporate america right and so there's things that you should and should not do when you come into corporate america and uh one of the things on the list when you come into corporate America, um, is don't feel a need to work 90 hours a week. Like, Please, if somebody, if I could go back and tell my young self. If, if you know, like when you come into, <sighs> when you come in, let's follow the example of Gen Z people. Clock out at five o'clock, walk away. For our boomers, Gen X's, older millennials who've been in the workplace and we've gotten you know, fool to thinking that the more you work, the better you are. Don't, you know, don't feel a need to take on a bunch of projects, work 90 hours a week to try to prove something, right? Um, do what you do and do it well. Like whatever task you have or projects you have, just execute that at a very high level. Do it at a high level, do it efficiently, then clock the fuck out and go live your best life. Like, do not, don't feel a need to. And I think in this time of working virtually, virtually it is so easy to work so many hours. Um, for oh, veterans like Trish and myself, who've been working from home for years and years for and years. For years. We kind of got it under control, like to a point, right? But for new people, new no, people. No, I'm just home, recently... No, no. I'm sitting at my desk until there's times I've been there nine, ten, eleven o'clock at night. You gotta shut it down. Exhausted. Exhausted. Uh, Let me tell you what. The last two days, I was falling asleep at my desk at probably five thirty-six. I I went. I took. I went to bed. I I went to bed early. Well, I took a nap. I took. I took a nap. I I got a call yesterday from a buddy of mine. He was, he, well, actually, he called me. I don't think I answered because I was asleep. My daughter came in the room. She's like, hey, um, you got a text. And I was like, okay. And I woke up and I, it was like, call me. No, right now. Yeah, I was like, okay, I called. And I was like, what are you? I don't know. I don't even know what he was talking about. Yeah, no. Because um, I was asleep. Shut the laptop down, guys. I know we're Shut it home. down. I know you're just sitting on the couch and you want, I, maybe I should open my computer. No, don't open your computer. Don't, don't, don't. Don't come into corporate America and set the standard that you're always available. It's kind of like being in relationships. Sometimes you got to not be available. You got to make them miss you a little bit. Oh, you know? yeah. Like, like, you know, you can't just always be there. You can't let them take you for granted. So let them miss you. Um, something else. 
don't assume you know everything when you first come in here. I know you got your degrees. I know you've been in class. I know you did your little internships. Oh, it's so cute, right? I, but don't assume you know everything. Don't don't be that new person who feels the need to be the first person to speak in every meeting. Mm-hmm. You want to answer every question. Right? Just sometimes sit back, observe the room. Listen to the veterans who've been there for a while. Let them speak. Take notes, right? Don't mm-hmm. feel about everything, right? Um, next. Don't stress out about not knowing everything. Don't let the fact that you don't know everything stress you out and cause you have to work 90 hours because you want to prove something. Like, no. Right. Just, nobody knows everything. Nobody. Your manager doesn't even know everything. No. Your manager does not know everything. Mark Cuban once said, uh, and for those who don't know who Mark Cuban is. Mark Cuban is a billionaire who owns the Dallas Mavericks. He got his money. And he's money. from Pittsburgh. He's from Pittsburgh. He got his money during the uh, internet boom era. He was, when his company was one of the first companies to do streaming. He wanted to develop a way to listen to basketball games over the computer. And that turned into video streaming. And that turned into him being worth billions of dollars. I don't think I knew that's what Mavericks. his company did. I knew it was yeah. IT and it's Thorn.com, but I didn't know exactly what. Yeah. And so he said he makes sure that he is never the smartest person in the room. Yeah. Like, you need a smartest, bigger room. Yeah. You need a bigger room if you're the smartest right. person in the room. He was like, I don't know everything. And so I surround myself with people who do know everything. Right. right. So, like, don't be mad that you don't know everything when you're in the room, when you're in the meeting, when you're on a project. And you don't know the answer. Don't say anything that sounds stupid. Just be quiet yep. and learn. Like mm-hmm. just sometimes it's best to be quiet and let people assume you know everything and not show them that you don't know anything. Right. right? That is my like, motto. Yes. That's yes. my motto. Facts. Next. Um, all right, this is a good one. Don't participate in office gossip. Don't. Listen, you're new. You just came here. You fresh. Why are you sitting here gossiping about people that you don't even know? Why are you passing along stories about something you heard from Jill, who heard it from Bob, who heard it from Tim when they were out with Andy, right? Why Why are you talking? Why are you, you know, just sit back. If somebody comes to you, be like, oh, hey, let me give you a little heads up about Jill over there, okay? You're like, oh, shit, I got to mean I got to jump on. Let's talk later, okay? Like somebody somebody pings you, like, hey, when you get a second, let me give you a little heads up about Bob. Like, ah, meeting is packed. Schedule is jammed. But these, but these, these kids, young, younger children, they love the tea, though. They, what do you do? Because even my daughter, she's people like people will come to her with stuff and about a friend of hers. And I was like, do not engage them. That is your friend. She said, what do I say? I said, tell them I'm not having this conversation and, 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 and remove yourself from it. Either if you, you have to physically walk away or hang up, whatever, whatever you do, but that is your friend. You don't, you don't, um, you don't, you don't engage in that. You don't. Not at all. That, yeah. That's not because one day it could be you. So. And listen, if the person's coming, talking to you about somebody guess they're taking what? it they're, they're taking they're it they're going to talk to somebody else about it. you mm-hmm. exactly they're sitting in your office they're on their zoom like hey let's just jump on camera and talk for a little bit they're watching your background they're looking mm-hmm. all around you they're they're seeing what's going on they're they're passing it along right so don't participate be switzerland yeah. right when you're in the office be, be switzerland be completely neutral just be chill you know be the candy person that's that's the only reason somebody knows you if you're in the office because you got candy at your desk Everybody loves the candy person. Every office had a candy person. That person was everybody's favorite person. Yes. Now, when when I would go to um to Gilead, the girls, the coordinators always had candy, so I would take candy. 
I would buy candy and Ooh, that's good. and take it and dump because I was out because I always needed them. Like I wanted to stay in there. Good graces. And then so I, I tell like, y'all, she know how to work the room. She know how to work the room. Some candy. They were like, oh, look, you brought candy. Yep. I, I'm like, I, I mean, years ago, my mother told me you get more flies with honey than you do with vinegar, and I am. Facts. If I get mad about something, then you you must it must be egregious because I'm like we can figure this out. Like I like we can figure this out civilly, and I can get what I want by being pleasant. So yes, manipulation does not take anger. No. Nope. Um, if you're in the <laughs> office, this is this is a a in the office one purely for the office. For those persons new to the corporate world, please don't bring smelly foods into the office. Like oh my gosh. I understand salmon, that- fish, any no fish. Salmon. I get it. Your culture loves this type of dish and you want to like eat this dish when you're at work, but don't, don't, it, we, we don't want to smell it. it it's horrible. And it lingers yeah. and it sits there. Ariel it, almost took salmon for lunch once. I was like, you will be a, li- a laughing stock. Don't do that. Don't she do was that. like, oh, I'm so glad you told me. I was like, you're going to put that in the microwave? Oh no. And don't bring back smelly foods. Like even if you don't don't bring it back to the office. If you go get a tuna sub, eat the tuna sub in your car or wherever you're at. Don't bring sub. it inside. But tuna but... doesn't really smell, does it? Yeah. Tuna sub? Especially if you put a bunch of stuff on it, like you know, onions, onions oh, and that sounds pepper. good. <laughs> not gonna lie. Hey, not gonna lie, the subway tuna sub was really banging before they switched before over they, to real meat. Like, they, you know, Oh, wait a minute. It tastes different now? Oh, yeah. It tastes different now. Most of that is not the same. What were they it, making it from? I don't know, but I miss it. It, it had this little... Nah, I miss My mother it, loved know. that tuna sandwich. I was like, Ma, that is not tuna. They tested it. Don't it. Matter. It's not, it don't and matter. And the bread had rubber in it. They made it from care. the same rubber. They care. put a lot of cereal. I need that. I need all that. Who, who thought, you know what? You know what this bread needs? Rubber. Sugar. Rubber and sugar. That's all this bread needs. I don't understand. That all shows right. you that that the FDA is a fascist organization. Yo, Europe, I think it was- They would never allow that. Yeah, they categorized the, uh, they categorized Subway bread as a dessert because of how much sugar it had in it. it Yeah, they don't allow that. Our lotions are packed with things that, basically, we don't even need to be embalmed. Nope. We die, we stay pristine. Preservatives like a motherfucker. Yes. Like everyone who loves Coke, people be drinking Coke and soda. Like, why can't I, I love... lose weight? Because of all the preservatives in it. You know what preservatives I do? They preserve. Coke. That includes the fat in your body. Oh, so they're preserving man. the fat in your body. That's why it's so hard. Is that's, that why why? You, that's why you lose so much weight after you stop drinking sodas and you like the well, weight falls off. I don't those. drink soda often, but when I do, it's a Coke. It's a Coke. I have a Coke and a smile. I, I'm telling you what. Now, I'm from Pittsburgh, so I grew up on Pepsi. And then when I moved here um, to Atlanta, well, even before I, I did, I never liked Coke growing up because it was too sweet. Like I always right. said, Coke was sweet. And Pepsi, Pepsi is so much sweeter than Coke. It's sweet now because oh. when they made it with sugar, which yeah. is counterintuitive, when it was made with real sugar, like if you go to the islands, you can still get the big bottles of Pepsi, mm-hmm. and that's and that's the kind of burns you know burns your throat. Which is what I like. Um, but Coke was always sweet to me. But Coke in the curvy bottle, ice, ice mm. cold, burned my throat. So I was like, yeah. so I, I would drink. I was a Pepsi girl, but would drink Coke like that. And then when I moved here, I just stopped drinking. At first, I was like, I could never drink a Coke float. I mean, like, can you, you know, with ice Pepsi cream. in Atlanta? I, I guess I could. But, mom, yeah, my mom drinks it because she's yeah, from Pittsburgh. Yeah, no. So I, I was like, I can drink Coke, but I have to drink a Pepsi float. I can't drink a Coke float, like with ice cream. Yeah. And then... Then I got I acquired that taste. Now I'm like I can't drink a Pepsi float, 
but it's yeah it's it's but i i don't drink them often but when i i drink them so when it's a it's a treat it's like something i'm like okay like I'm going to have a Coke today. Like, and I think I had one on Sunday. Arrow brought me some home on Sunday, but it wasn't a two liter. I was like, Arrow, that's going to be flat. I can't drink that. It's got to be in the 20 ounce mm-hmm. ice, ice cold. So. Right, facts. Mm-hmm. Nothing better than an ice cold drink. No, I'm not a big Coke guy. I prefer just carbonated water. Just I like, I like Pellegrino. What's your favorite carbonated water? Uh, regular off brand stuff like, uh, like Food Lion or or Lowe's Foods has the best. Really? Yeah, because Pellegrino or Perrier, they have a lot of salt for some reason in their just oh, carbonated waters. I don't like. Okay. It. I don't like that. It's basically, maybe that's why I like it. Yeah. I don't I, Perrier. I don't. I mean, I've had Perrier, but I really like Peregrine, Pellegrino. Yeah. I only talk about Pellegrino um, when I'm uh, when I go to Chipotle because that's the only option that they have as far as carbonated water is concerned. Oh, okay. Yeah. So next on the list of things not to do when you enter the uh, corporate space is don't feel a need to fill the quiet spaces on the Zoom call with minor questions that aren't pressing. Mm -hmm. Let the space be quiet. I know for a person's new, they see the room get quiet and then they hear that leader ask that question. Anyone have anything else? And everything's quiet. And you get nervous. It's like one, two, two, three. Yeah. Right. And same thing. Shut you're up. like, you're like this, like one, two, oh, like you're ready Nobody's to. to <laughs> and then there's always that person. Don't be that person. Just let it be. Let the silence be. It's kind of like negotiating. Uh, yeah. Like first person to speak loses. Yes. Like don't my dad told speak. me that years ago. It don't matter what you're doing. If you're having an argument, yeah. You buying a car, whatever the case. Like don't speak. My wife and I will be arguing. Now I sit there and look at her. No, just because I'm not going to lose this. That I'm is not gonna so funny. Man, you know, I've been married 20 years, so I end up apologizing anyway because it's always my fault in some manner. So that's but that's a whole nother call. Um, let me see. Next, Oh, you know, godly. Now this may be just a personal pet peeve of mine, mm-hmm. but personally, if you're new to corporate, please don't put your pets on camera. I don't care about your dog with the one no. eye and the third. I don't care. You I don't, don't like care. Oh, look at the camera. dog I just adopted. Oh, he was abused. I love to see people's dogs. No, I mean, I maybe it's because I have a dog now. When I didn't have a dog, I was like... Yeah, you were not a dog person. Don't like Trisha. Trisha's not been this dog person. She, she I just always like dog dogs, but now I love them. I yeah, absolutely... I love all dogs. dogs. I love Being them converted. He, she wasn't. He did. I he love all dogs. And I follow yeah. all my TikTok is full of dogs and animals. And when yeah. Ruby, when Ruby Doobie, the red zipper nose um, Doberman died, I cried. I cried. And I thought, God damn, dogs don't live that long. I, I'm a, I can't follow any more dogs because you get to know them. Like there's this one they golden do doodle um, named Brody. <laughs> And Brody's hair, they blow his hair out. They oh. keep it long and blow out the curly hair. So it's like this. And he wears like he wears goggles. And he, like his dad rides him on his bike and motorcycle. And he's got goggles. And oh, he takes his dog everywhere. Like Brody's famous. Oh. So I'm like, I, yeah. But Ruby, Ruby was my favorite. Yeah. She was my favorite. Like, so smart. So we anyway. lost our dog. When I, my pit bull, oh. Buster. Oh, shit. I cried. Like Buster. Oh, my gosh. Snot. Like it, that shit. That hurt. Oh, yeah, but I don't want to see your dog on camera, though. I don't want to see your dog. Okay, but let me say this real quick. Um, so a colleague, uh, a vendor that I work with, mm-hmm. um, she has a 
what does she have? It doesn't matter what the dog is, but she, it's a puppy. Like Beanie's age, a, a golden yeah. retriever, right? Got into a. Did I tell you this, Shane? Got into. She had a box, an Amazon box full with some Advil liquid gels and some shampoo. She was going to take it upstairs. Right. It was sealed. The dog got open, got into the box, and got into the box and bottle of Advil liquid gels and ate the entire box except for one. Is the dog still alive? Yes. So the so the one of the kids had a friend over and they were about to eat dinner. She was like, "What's this?" And they're freak out, but their kids are little, so they can't be like, "Oh!" So they swoop, you know, one the husband swoops the dog up, takes the dog to the vet. Nine thousand dollars later. So this is an advertisement for. Well, go ahead, put that dog down. For no, go for ahead. pet insurance. Fuck that. Put so, that dog down. So she had to get a blood transfusion. And they were like, we need a deposit of seven thousand. So he charges it, but they had lemonade insurance. So this is <laughs> a plug for lemonade. Lemonade insurance covered eighty percent. They put their claim in in less than twenty four hours. The check was in her. It was yeah, the payment was already lemonade. That's yes. what's up. And she only pays like I switched to lemonade yesterday because I had I had fetch. Nothing was like thirty something a month, and it was a fifteen thousand dollar max, three hundred dollar deductible. I switched to lemonade. Now I'm paying like $22. It's a $250 deductible and $20,000 a year. So, yeah. So, I might have to go ahead and do that because you got three dogs. Yeah. um, I'm not trying to incur that cost. I I had a friend who had a uh, French bulldog, the little French bulldog. And motherfucker had back issues. These niggas. Well, they they ended up paying like $16,000 in back surgeries for this little motherfucker. They didn't have insurance? I don't know what the fuck that. I know Mike was like, "Yo, I just we." I'm just gonna put the rest of the coins. And then, and what's crazy is that they ended up breaking up. Like him and his girl fiance at the time didn't even make it. And he didn't get the dog. Uh huh. And who got the dog? Oh, it was her dog. Oh. Yeah. After sixteen, Jesus. Well, if you have insurance, then okay. But they're so cute though. But my even my husband said the vet has you over a barrel. Basically, you know right. what I mean. Not me, because he loves he. I think my husband loves, and I don't have to worry about him seeing this because he does not watch. Um, I think my husband loves Beanie more than all of us. Or, I mean, he bought. He was like Ariel, get Beanie some bubbles. Order him some bubbles. He's he's always like all the time blow bubbles for Beanie. Beanie, he don't care about them bubbles, but he also thinking all these ways, all these things yeah. for Beanie. Like he thinks about, like he thinks about Beanie. My wife like, would be like, you don't ever hold these dogs but you always yelling at the kids about not taking care of them i'm like yo they're in my house right i don't like i don't want them to be suffering if you're gonna be here you're gonna live right comfortably but i'm not gonna be the one giving you comfort like uh, i don't want to hold you and pet you no. oh when my no. husband comes home beanie is right there by him oh, most man. of the night because i don't until... like little dogs and these dogs are little oh, you're, you're, my you're dogs, dogs have attitudes and they, uh, they're very dogs... arrogant i don't i, I miss dogs my big dog jerks. i miss my pit bull like yeah, I don't like. I don't, yeah, little but, dogs you know. are jerks. They have attitude problems. They're always barking like. And they're demanding. Up. And then and then all of the dogs are female. And I had oh. not known up to this point that female dogs get periods if they're not neutered. Oh, and my and I, I'm like, why does this dog have on a pamper? My wife was like, oh, well, her period's on. Like, Excuse me. Oh my God. And then there's the whining with the period. I'm like, yo, oh, I gotta deal too. with. This. I'm like, oh. and we need to get this so they're not neutered. thick. Are they, oh, oh no, are they no, fixed now? Yeah, that was when you first fixed. got them. No, oh. no, yeah, that's cutting up. Yeah, yeah. we're not going to do oh. that. Not at all. 
Um, let me see. So next right, one is the things we not veered to do. over the we veered <laughs> over. Yeah. Next one is the things not to do is if your office has a casual dress code. Okay. Do not take that to the extreme. Do not come into the office wearing flip flops and tank tops. That is not what we mean by casual. Casual means jeans and a polo, jeans and a t-shirt. You know. Does it not... mean jeans though? It doesn't have to mean you can wear it like. Does it mean it, like khakis it, it, or? I mean, men. I think khakis start venturing off into like business casual in my mind. Okay, like, so you, oh, you're saying casual? Okay. Yeah, like if you have a casual dress code, don't be extreme with it. And if you have a casual dress code and you're on Zoom, don't come on the Zoom fresh off a workout. Like, don't be there sweaty and just like just disgusting looking. Your hair's all wet and matted, and like nobody wants to see that. Like, you know, dry off. Dry off before you get on camera. Towel off. Put a shirt on. You know, like, do something. Like, I, you know, I was about to say, but I don't like, you know, sometimes I'll get on Zoom with my tank tops or whatever. So I was like, ah. In the summer. In the summertime. Yeah, summertime, shoulders out, bro. Like, I I work too hard not to put them out there. Right. Um, But yeah. And they're nice tank tops. And they're colorful. They're like fruit stripe. No, I try to try to have fun. Right. But don't don't come in the office in flip-flops and looking like you're just fresh off the beach. No, like that's not what we're here for. That's not what the deal is. I, I worked with a company that has a really casual, they're, they're just really casual. And they there were a guy, a director showed up at their national sales meeting in like sweats. Wow. But people were like, I, I think people who came from other environments were like, I can't believe it. But I was like, you can't you say you're casual. Like he doesn't, he's confused. He's been yep. here for years. He's confused. He doesn't have any clothes now. No, no. If so. I'm a director, yeah, I'm doing whatever the fuck I want to do at that point in time. What would you so want to funny. You know, like that. Whatever. Um, next two. So your final two things. These are things I feel like are most important okay. in the office space, corporate America space. First thing, don't assume anyone is your BFF after a couple of weeks of being in the office. Don't let your guard down mm-hmm. when you go out for drinks and you think you can just get sloppy because, oh, I'm here with, I'm oh here with Kim. Kim. Kim and I, we've known each other for two weeks right. and we're awesome together and we have lunch together and yep. we laugh at the same joke. So let's mm-hmm. get sloppy at the bar. And no, don't. don't do I have a story about that. Um, this was a guy that worked at Santa Fe years ago. They were in Vegas at their national sales meeting and he went out with some with some dudes who colleagues who I guess he thought were his friends. He got drunk beyond drunk, passed out on the elevator. They left him there. The next morning he was still on the elevator when everybody was going down to breakfast. He lost his job on the spot. Yes. Don't assume anyone yep. is your best friend nope. after a couple of weeks of nope. being in the office. You got to assume that this is a race and everyone's trying to win at the end and anything they can do to get there, they yep. want to do. Corporate yep. America is like the streets, people. Like mm-hmm. I know people think you're wearing suits and ties. Yep. But if you listen to anyone who's been in the streets and then come over to corporate America, they'll tell you that corporate it's America more is ruthless. Worse. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's more ruthless than the streets because mm-hmm. they'll smile on your face, yeah, pat you on the back, and then the next day they will set you up to be fired. Yeah, you will get fucked over. So don't assume anyone is your best friend. Don't let your guard down. And then especially, especially at company sponsored events. The office Christmas party is not the time to get drunk. The no. office New Year's party is not the time to get sloppy no. and wasted and make a pass at Jill from accounting because you like the way she looks in her little skirts during the week. 
Right. Like, no. don't make a pass at Bill in in finance because his suits are tailored and really nice. Like, yeah. Calm your ass down. Right. Have a couple of drinks, eat some more d'oeuvres, laugh, and go to fuck home. Right. Like, do not get sloppy at office-sponsored no. events. No. Don't. Don't nope. people. Don't. I don't know how else to say it. Don't don't do that. Yeah. Right? It's just no. not me. Now the number one thing, and this is gonna help transition us into our corner accountability. accountability. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. The number one thing you should <laughs> I'm trying to tell you folks, trying to tell you. Do not, and I repeat, this is where the cheap seats. Guys, <laughs> please listen. I know it gets tempting. You spend all these hours together, you're there all the time. Mm-hmm. You're joking. Some people work out, they're in good shape. Oh, clothes fit nice. Oh my god! Don't fuck anybody in the office. <laughs> Do not fuck anyone that you work with. Like, oh, I, like, listen. I know it's cute to say you got a work husband and a work wife, and you guys like to get each other drinks, and you go to lunch together all the time, and you just have a really good camaraderie, and that's fine. You know, sometimes you just really click with someone, and it's mm-hmm. cool, and it's fun energy, right? Yeah. But please don't fuck them. Like, please don't. don't. Please don't. Like, don't. Like, don't, don't. Please I don't know how else to say it. Don't. Like, Just it, don't. it's not going to end well. I, no. it's rare that I've seen any office romances last. I'm trying to think if I've known anybody at either, you know. It, it's so lazy too. It's just lazy. That's like, a good. Yeah, you said just, that yesterday. I thought that was lazy. funny. I was like, yeah, yeah. it's it's means an opportunity. It is means yeah. an opportunity. Mm-hmm. You're here. I'm here. Let's fuck. Right. And like, doctors and nurses. You know what I mean. Doctors and nurses. Where so you, cliche. Shitting where you I, eat. Yeah. You know, like don't shit where you eat. Like yeah. it is. It is not the the only the only time I would recommend fucking someone you work with or work around a lot is if you work from home. You know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and you know you and your you and your partner are together. By all means, have all the office trysts you want. Fuck right. all over that. But not. But yeah. No, you actually got to go in the office. Don't do it, people, because it's not going to end well, right? No, like, it's not going to. Like, like for yeah, tell give an example of and, not ending well. Well. So in our accountability corner. Um, in our accountability corner. Yeah. Great transition over yeah. of it not ending well. Right. We have the Boston Celtics coach Imado. Ime Adoku was a prodigy of Greg Popovich. For those who don't know who Greg Popovich is, Greg Popovich is the multi-champion winning coach of the San Antonio Spurs. Greg Popovich. He's woke too. He's woke. He is an ally. Greg gonna say what he got to say, Mm -hmm. and you gonna you gonna say thank you, Greg, for giving me right. And so Greg has created an environment in San Antonio, which he makes opportunities for people. We see that most recently with the latest WNBA champions. The WNBA champions for this year was the uh, Las Vegas Aces. And their coach uh, for the the Aces is, I believe it's Becky Hammond. Mm-hmm. And Becky was a the first assistant coach, female assistant coach in the NBA. And she was under Greg Popovich. Wow. He, he knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Right? Ime Adoku was also an assistant coach. And he was recently hired last year to be the head coach for the Boston Celtics. Mm-hmm. And just like in true Greg Popovich fashion, he 
cultivated that team and they went mm-hmm. to the NBA finals last year. Yeah. First year head coach, first year to the NBA finals. Yep. I mean, he was golden. Absolutely yep. golden. And this nigga was fucking Neil Long. God damn it. Neil Long I'm out of coins, was laying so. he was laying the pipe for Neil Long, people. Like he his life could not get any better, even though they lost the NBA finals. Mm-hmm. No one even expected him to be there. So right. Ime Adoka was like at the top of the hill, but that wasn't good enough for him. No, nope. so this guy, this allegedly, alleged, allegedly, allegedly is like it's a stretch to say allegedly, considering all parties involved have deleted social media, turned off comments. They they are in, in seclusion right now. Mm-hmm. But he has allegedly been fucking on multiple married staffers of the Boston Celtics, and now they're talking about suspending him for a year. And none of them were subordinates. None of them were subordinates. But allegedly one of them was the wife of a senior executive of the Celtics. Another one was like a staffer. Uh, Like, just dumb. Why are you fucking in your workplace? Like, it doesn't. doesn't, Now look at you. Your name is tarnished. Nia Long left you. Now your son that you had with Nia Long is going to grow up in a single parent household. Or some other dude's going to be calling him daddy and like, you know, some other guy's going to show him how to get a jump shot. All because you can't keep your dick in your pants when you're at work. Gosh. It doesn't pan well when you start messing with people in the workplace. People. And it then more than one. Well. And then more than one. And apparently, like Boston it. knew about it. Kind of pulled him to the side. Like, hey, we've been hearing what you've been doing. Stop. Stop it. Stop it. You know. But no, he kept on doing it. And now it's now it got out, and now you know now the world has a new story to talk about outside of Brett Favre embezzling six million dollars. I know. So, so what is more talking, egregious? Mm. One hurts one a few people. One hurts millions of people. But it's not like we're talking about the church. We're not talking about any sort of like sanctified setting. Right. We're talking about the NBA. Right. Well, motherfuckers fucking all over. The place. Oh my gosh! Like, like I have no more. You know, left. look at Carmelo Anthony, Tristan Thompson. Like anybody. He's an idiot. Like, like this is the NBA people. Like yeah. it happens. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it happens. Derek Fisher. I mean, Derek Fisher was literally a coach who was screwing a player's ex-wife. Like yeah. they, they, they. It happens in the NBA. So why is it such a big deal that it's happening again? Because he was laying pipe to. His boss's wife. Allegedly. Allegedly. That's just dumb. Yes. Whatever happens to him should happen. Let me say that. Whatever happens to him should, because that's just dumb, <sighs> dumb, dumb. Okay. But I need this, I need that same vibe, all that vitriol that people are showing him to go to Brett Favre. Back. If not worse. Because Back. I mean, what they've done has hurt millions of people. Stephen A. said it yesterday on ESPN, on the show. Why are we talking about this? Stephen A. literally said, why are we talking about this? Like, this this is bedroom. This is all the time. Yeah, this is like water cooler gossip type stuff. This happens all the time. All the time. All the time. Why are we talking about this? Could it be because black men? Yeah. Lamp pipe to white, married white women? Could it be that? Or could it be that we need a story to kind of Cover up what's going on with Brett Favre? Because, like you said, there's always something going on. Always something going on. Hey, I don't care what the headline on things. What's going on at the ticker at the bottom? That's where the news. That's where the Mm -hmm. real story. The ticker at the bottom. Yeah. Because 
everyone was wondering why hasn't ESPN and these other sporting shows been talking more about Brett Favre? Why mm-hmm. has that not been a thing? Why is right. his embezzlement of six million dollars of government? I know because even 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 um even the varsity blues thing was all over the place. Like one once that scandal broke, it was everywhere. Mm-hmm. So, but why is it? But now that this email Udoku thing comes up, now that's everywhere. Yeah. That's the story that's everywhere. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I guess because sex sells. People love tawdry. Oh, that's what you gonna go with? Okay, I don't know. I mean, I know what I'm gonna go. With. Obvious because it, it, you know, he's obviously black. Because he's black. He's and black. Obviously because Brett I mean, Favre is white, yeah. and we're not gonna talk about Brett Favre. And the white governor of Mississippi embezzling six million dollars in funds. We're not gonna talk about that because it's not like we were like talking about all these people getting arrested for PPP loans and uh, you know getting hunted down by the FBI and the IRS for mm-hmm. like two hundred fifty thousand dollars, fifty thousand dollars. You saw that all over the place. Yes, all, all over the place. People, mm-hmm. especially young black men, the young black men who participated in hustling the government out there a couple of thousand dollars for PPP loans. They're in jail. They're being arrested. Yeah. Which, I mean, they lied. They should. Yeah, like, they should no one's be. saying that they and should. And they should be. They but should. there should be they reciprocity. Hustled, they they right. got caught. Right. But keep that same energy. Yeah, I want that same energy that you use same energy. to track down somebody. Meanwhile, we, meanwhile, million, billion, I'm sorry, billion, billions of dollars were forgiven in PPP loans to corporations. And congressional members. Yes. Congressional members. All these congressional members who were coming out right. so pissed off about uh, old President Biden, you know, forgiving student loans. Not not a lot of student. Not a lot of money. Not See, that's the thing. Like, they begrudge. They they want, but they don't want you to want. That so feels they a little get, bit like our Cracker Barrel crowd. Yeah. They, like, you, can, it's okay for them to get it. But even though you getting it takes nothing away from them, they don't want you to have it. No, they don't, right? I, so, yeah. I don't understand that mentality. I just don't understand. That's not it. how we build. It's it's the it's a it's a mentality. It's not an either or. It could be like a all. You know. It's an entitlement mentality. It's like I have it, you can't. Like how dare how yeah, dare like you're you? Not, like you're not entitled to have exactly. That. How yeah. dare you have the same rights and privileges as me? That is a sickness. That has got to be a how sickness. And we wake you? up in the morning and think that way. That you should be the one together. having all the privileges. Like how yeah, how, that's weird. how dare you think that? You know, yes, my people were able to come over here and be immigrants and make a great life, but how dare any other immigrants try to come to this country and make a great life? You know, yeah, how, I don't I don't understand yeah. that. And I'm not trying to make it a black white thing, but somehow things always turn out that way. But yeah. So anyway, so dude is in he's in he's, he's yeah. fucked. Like I don't know what yeah, you call it, bro. Like, I don't, yeah. You you put yourself in a bad situation, bro. Like it's one thing to do it, but to do it with your boss's people and then to do it with, like, allegedly. you know, allegedly do it with your boss's people and then allegedly do it with 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 women of not your race. And like, I, I don't I don't know. Right. Because Twitter was dragging that the black. Yes. Woman. Who was so she? initially we thought yeah. it was a black woman who was the mistress right because yeah. she's the only black woman on staff uh, because she, only black men only day black women right so study we, show i think i think that i you know what i think that was our delusional hope that he was messing with the black woman like it oh. was it was one of those things where it's like 
I hope. It's like when there's like when there's a mass shooting, like, please don't be black. Please don't be yeah, black. Yeah, yeah. This one black. was like, please at least at least if this is the story that's gonna break, if let she's messing around black. somebody, let her be black. Right. At least don't be tip, don't be right. don't be Kanye West's song where he get on and he leave you for a white girl. Like, don't be that person. Turns out he was that person. And I feel bad for Shorty. She got, I'm not even going to say her name because I want my looking her up, but she got so much hate and vitriol for like 12 hours yesterday. I mean, everybody thought it was her. She's like, damn, I just want to go on TikTok and relax. Yo, her husband is like, yo, and and cuff it. I just want to cuff it. You know what I mean? (laughs) And then I can't even go on TikTok because I am all over TikTok. Because everyone thinks it's you, right? And so now that we find out it's not her and it's, you know, white girls, it's like, damn, like you just, you just stereotypical dude. You're just going to be a stereotypical nigga. Like, is that what you're going to do? Uh, like you had this beautiful black woman, this amazing a queen. Woman, a queen, a queen, a queen, a queen by far. Like she is, she is defying age. Nia Long is that fine ass auntie that you be looking at mm-hmm. way too long at the family reunion. She's and, so pretty. Like, and I know she's really nice. A good friend of mine used to live in LA and said he met her once at a restaurant or something and they talked and he said she was so nice, like really down to earth. She seems so, mad personable. Like she is yeah. she is like she has this like just graceful flirtatiousness mm-hmm. about her. I remember she had an interview. Uh, and someone was talking about how uh, her name's always mentioned in songs, and they mentioned the line from Jake Cole's song where he was talking about uh, he's where he said that uh, you know he came along too late because he's way too young for Neil Long, and then just just like this beautiful just just one line, she was like just graceful. She was like he's not too young. He don't, <laughs> don't know he's not too it. young. And like, like that was it. But you know, uh, that shit was dope. Right. Like that was fire, right? And and this is what he gonna mess up. He right. not, he not had a baby with. She don't carry your child. Like, for a woman to carry a man's child, in most cases, it's a commitment, right? Because mm-hmm. women go through that when they get pregnant, bro. Like, yeah, they're saying the pain of giving birth is equal to like breaking all the bones in your body. It is like, it I is, guess if you do it naturally, it is. Yeah, if you do it naturally, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like it's. It's tough. And even if you do C-sections, my wife has had three C-sections. Yeah. That shit is tough. It's literally cutting your abdomen the, open. Well, the recovery, yeah. Yeah, I had, the, I the had recovery a third is horrible, of right? Anatomy with Jay, and she was down there like, it was a slasher film. I thought she was Jason. <laughs> yeah, it is <laughs> tough. Like... And so you got Nia Long to carry your child, bear your seed, your legacy, and you gonna mess that up, man? So whatever happens to him. I know. Good job. Enjoy your life. Enjoy yeah. that little run of fame you have, right? That's why we can't have oh. nothing nice. I'll have, have one nice. for it. That's why we can't. That's why we can't have nothing nice. Let me do it. For you. you you are literally NBA gold, bro. Like, yeah. You are golden. Yeah, we're. Yeah. It makes it sad. It, it's it's sad. very sad. It's sad. Sad, sad, sad. All right. So we wrap. Now we're wrapping it up on a sad note. Anyway. So this week was what not to do for our youngins and entering corporate America. Um, next week is what to do. What to do in true fashion. We will, we tell you what not to do, and then next week we'll tell you what to what do. To so do. we won't right? leave, we're you not gonna leave you hanging. We're not, not going to leave you hanging. We're going to tell you what Nothing to about. do. How yeah. do you be successful? How do you climb that ladder? Right. Keep your morals. Right. Keep, keep your keep your name clean. Keep right. a good reputation. Yeah. And still show yourself. Show and prove to yourself to be great when you're at the office. Right. Yep. 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 Yeah. All right. So you can find us on Anchor, on Spotify, on at where Apple Podcasts, on Amazon Twitter. Music, Twitter, on the Twitter, Facebook, the Gram. Um, shout out to the Gram. Shout out to yeah. Twitter. Shout out to TikTok. 
You know two, I mean? Yeah, you can find us at twoliverecruiters.com. You want to, you can email us at, at info at twoliverecruiters.com. You can find us on YouTube. YouTube so obviously we, we do the video for YouTube. But I, I know that people watch it because they tell me, can you please like and subscribe? I mean, can you just like? Can we get some Like followers? and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Yeah, I mean, I know you're watching it because I know people are like, oh, yeah. I'm like, can you like and subscribe? Just hit the like button. <laughs> Yeah, just just a, and know. then every week you get an alert when the new video comes out. So. Yeah, you. so anyway. All right, have a great day, Shane. Have a great weekend. Yeah, yeah um, have a great weekend. Tell you, like I tell everybody else, Trish, make sure you do something this weekend that you can't talk about on Monday. Oh, you know man. You know what? I had my chance because my friend, was my sister, basically, she texted me yesterday. She's like, I'm on my way to Vegas. And she asked yeah. me if I wanted to go on Tuesday. And I told her, I was gone. She didn't ask me again. But when I, when, she, when I saw that, I was like, I could have went to Vegas. Could have went to Vegas. I could have went to Vegas and did weekend. something that stayed in Vegas. Just stayed in Vegas. What happened in Vegas I typically stays in Vegas. I never I think have. Vegas got not a lot of stuff comes out of Vegas. You don't see a lot of like videos of oh this was Vegas. People really kind of hold true to that Vegas thing. Like right. what happened to, except STDs that go with you everywhere. Yeah, but outside okay. of STDs, whatever happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. I know, but I but back to you saying do something that you can't tell anybody. I never. I I really I never do that. Are you sure? I never do anything. Think about it. None of those Thursday Thursdays. Uh, you didn't have any stories from Thursday Thursday weekends that you. Like, well, everybody can't knew, like the time where I ended up at, at the cemetery, drinking and drinking grain alcohol mixed with powdered, uh, powdered uh, Kool Aid, not even water, and the moon was chasing me. But everybody was there, so they saw it. I did have to go home that weekend. Oh, I threw up on the way back from the. From the cemetery and i had to go home the next day because i yeah. was i was a laughing stock so yeah but everybody knew so no no yeah huh? i know i do but yeah, but this, so i, I do things where i want great things to happen and i want and i'm not ashamed that it happened like yeah, i just no. want i just want to have i want to be doing something so awesome that while I'm doing it, I'm thinking, this is so cool. I am so happy that those, that's what I strive for. I will strive for that same. I have those thing. moments where I'm like, I have like, where I realize how happy I am in the moment. Yeah. That's what I strive for. So. Yeah. I, definitely, I, I strive for the memories that when I'm old, yeah. in my 90s, even if I don't old, remember. Beach, yeah. Even if I I'm don't like, remember. I'm like, I remember when I did that. And I just mm -hmm. turned like, oh, well, I was a wild one when I was young, but I'm trying yeah. to tell you. Y'all look at me now. <laughs> Your boy was cutting up when he was young. I'm trying to tell you. Right. That's so funny. Everyone have a good right. weekend. Everyone cut up a little bit. Yep. Cut up. Have fun. Make memories. Have fun. Drink Smile till your rum. face hurts. Drink Crucian some rum, rum. and Crucian do something. Rum. Do something and remember memorable. Yep. All right. Talk to you soon. Hey.